0: All right. Well, I'm about to give a lot of credit to Mason Plumley the way he's been playing. He joins us now in the Body Works Plus guest hotline dialing in to Wes and Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Mason, I was talking with Wes here on Wes and Walker about the first question we were going to ask you to lead this interview off. Really, it's just how. Like, Mason, the last month has been absolutely ridiculous. You're shooting close to 80% for the entire month. You're averaging 17 and 11 how are you being able to do this at this point in your career, 32 years of age, having what is, you know, maybe one of your best careers that you've had in the NBA or best seasons in the NBA?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, a lot of times it's just the situation and circumstance, but also, um, you know, I felt like I came into this season healthy. I came in prepared for it. And, um, you know, I've really benefited from, you know, the direction that the staff has taken the team and, and also, you know, our, our younger players developing too. So a lot of that, that shooting percentage comes off of really good looks from the guards that I play with. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a
0: fun a fun run. Well, is there a message that the coaching staff had for you at the beginning of this year that allowed you to have this type of season? Like, you mentioned the coaching staff, the direction. What's something that comes to the top of your mind as to say, okay, that, that's why I'm being able to, to perform the way I am recently and beyond?
1: Um, You know, really? It wouldn't make sense to the numbers you spoke to, but they really just put my focus on, on screening and, and rebounding and defending, which is you know, is kind of what they tell everybody um, at, our, at our position anymore. But, um, you know, I, I just focused on doing that at a higher level, and, um, you know, it, it just benefited the, the
2: overall game. Now, I don't know if Mace remembers this. Mace, this is West Bryan here. Now, for one, I, I did Hornets last year. I used to holler at him at the beginning of games when he was warming up uh pregame, but also, I was doing public address at Charlotte Country Day when his team came oh, wow. in in high school, yeah, he remembers <laughs> when his team was doing uh when his team came through when he was in high school, and I remember seeing him play, and he was six eleven just like he is now, six eleven, seven feet, whatever you want to say. And he could jump out of the gym, and I had never seen anything like it. And I said, man, I said, why is this guy averaging 40 and 25 and just dunking on everybody <laughs> all day long, man? But, no, I, I'm proud of the way that, that you've been playing. And Did you feel like just with all the injuries that you guys have had, did you feel like a extra to put the extra onus on yourself to say, hey, I got to start putting the ball in the basket as well because we have so many guys out night in and night out?
1: Absolutely. I, th- I think that's a, a, a big component of it. It's like uh, you look around and, and there's so much scoring that's been injured or, or missed games. You know, you're just always trying to think ways that you can help out. And, you know, if you look at our, our roster last year, we, we just had a lot more scoring and, and we had a lot more guys healthy. So um, that, I think that has a lot to do with uh, the, the, the higher numbers in, this, in scoring.
2: And how much easier is it for you to be able to get those buckets with a team that does shoot the basketball at a high volume and have so many guys that require attention that it allows you to just be able to operate and just clean up the messes, so to speak?
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of the scoring has been offensive rebounding. And then, um, you know, our pick-and-roll game, I think, has gotten a lot better. Um, I know that was a big point of emphasis for our staff coming into the season. They wanted to see that go to another level. And, and I think it has, um, especially with, with Mello and Terry
0: it's Mason Plumley joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline you know Mason this time of year is tough for some veterans in the NBA players all over the place right when you have the NBA trade deadline coming up at February 9th I know your name has been mentioned as just a potential piece because you have been playing so well there might be some suitors out there for you how much does that affect your playing style your mentality as you go through life in the NBA what do you make of some trade rumors that might be out there about you
1: you know, it doesn't change anything in the way I play or approach the game. It, You know, at 10 years in, you, you hear it every trade deadline. Um, you know, you feel like you're either overvalued or undervalued or, you know, you're being paid too much or too little relative to your output. And Depending on that, they're going to say, oh, you know, trade this guy and get something for him or, or trade him and get off this contract. So it, it doesn't, you know, I, I've kind of heard, you know, most of what's out there at this point. And I, I'm just enjoying playing and enjoying the moment. And I, I really do love this team. So, you know, I, I hope to, to see it through, but
0: um, we'll see. Well, and, and the Charlotte Hornets did trade for you. You know, it was right before the draft. They decided to acquire you via trade. And Mason, I'm wondering what was your opinion about Charlotte coming in to this franchise and, and how might it have changed since you've played here for going on two years now? You
1: know what? I wasn't super familiar with the Hornets. My brother had a short stint with them, but, um, you know, I I hadn't had, you know, Gerald Henderson is probably my my closest friend and teammate that had played for him. Um, but that was quite a while back. So I didn't know what to think coming in, but I I will say, um, I've, I've really enjoyed the year and a half that I've been here. And, um, it's been, uh, you know, to me, the the front office has been super supportive and, and player friendly, you know, guys like Mitch and Buzz. And then, um, not obviously, you know, two coaches in the years that I've been here, but there seems to be a real, um, you know, a real uh, alignment between ownership, front office, and head coach. And I think that's, that's easy to to say that you have it, but to actually feel it from a player perspective is, is something that's um, really cool, and that's been the case since I've been here.
2: And makes one thing I think that is very – that's great about you is just the fact that even if you are – 10 years into your nba career you still go back to the lab you're still taking inventory because you talk about the left-handed free throws and uh last night you took the left-handed jump shot like just talk about your dedication to your craft just to keep going back and keep taking that inventory and, and seeing how can i get better and how can i be more beneficial to my team yeah i mean to me that's that's the fun
1: in it um, you know, if, if I was ever bored going into the gym in the off season, I I probably call it a day. Um, it, it, you know, that's where you know even since you know playing as kids, you, you love going into the summer and saying, "Well, I'm gonna come back with this or that, or I'm just gonna be a little bit better in, in these in these parts of my game." So it, it's always been fun for me. Obviously, like switching hands, it feels like more of a major move, but um, the, the switch, and um, you know, I'm just looking forward to to finish it this season
2: strong. Now, that crossover jump shot you hit last night, was that a move that you had in the tuck where you were like, I can't wait to unleash that? And do you feel like that might be the greatest play of oh, your career? No, goodness gracious. <laughs>
1: um, you know, it's funny. I, I just checked the shot clock, and once I saw five, I was like, I'm not passing it. <laughs> so, um, but, no, it, it felt good. It – uh, I've had a lot of fun moments, but that was definitely one of, uh, one of them.
0: Oh, I mean, Mason, you got crunk afterwards. You dribbled it between your legs both times, and then you looked at the bench, and Lamella was laughing. Terry is laughing. We've seen quite the bench reaction to you shooting left-handed free throws, left-handed jumpers, and that one, you got real crunk after it. What have you made of some of the reactions other players in the NBA and your own teammates have given you after left-handed jump shots?
1: You know, it's funny, like, my, my teammates have seen it since the summer, so when they react to it, you know, it kind of surprises me. But the other teams, there there have been some. I saw somebody stitch together bench reactions from opposing teams. But my, my whole thing is, like, what's, what's lost is that it's going in. Like, right. they're they putting together videos while it misses. So it doesn't bother me. I'm kind of results-oriented at this point in my career.
0: Mm. No, they have been going in. There's no doubt about it. Just a couple more questions before we get you out of here. I did want to ask you about Mark Williams also playing very well ever since he became a part of the rotation. What has that mentorship role like been for you? Is that something that you would call yourself to Mark, a mentor, and how would you evaluate his play?
1: Yeah, I would certainly consider myself that. Um, he's been great. You know, I, I think he was really patient. He didn't even, you know, get a chance the first couple months of the season. And, um, you know, I, I think he was more ready when they did call his name than he would have been, say, had he played coming out of training camp. But um, physically, like, he's, you know, he's a starting center in this league. He's, he's got a soft touch, great hands. Um, and then, like, he's, he's not only going to get better. So, you know, I think his, his shot blocking will be a leap automatically and then his finishing and rebounding will be up there and then everything from there is just like you know upside and and he can only do, do better so i'm excited for his career all
2: right mason Then going back to your roots in durham with the duke blue devils you've been watching them this season young basketball team john shire in his first season what's been your assessment of them and what do you think they need to do uh, to get over that hump and make the run that you guys are known for
1: Yeah, you know, I'm really happy for John. Um, I think he's doing a great job um, in his first year. I just think, uh, you know, that they're getting they have so many young guys playing big minutes and taking a lot of lot of big shots. I think just the the natural evolution of the season and being in those key moments again and again. They've been in a handful of close games, but um, that experience is gonna is gonna lend well to them going into the tournament in March.
0: All right, Mason, final thing before we get you out of here, I need to ask you this question. So I am one on Twitter, when you are going off, when you are having a good game, I am one to send a screenshot out to the world of you holding a cash cannon in your rap music video that you released (laughs) quite a few years ago. That is something that I love to do when watching the Hornets play and then you're going off. My, My question is, can you please tell us the story about the Cash Cannon and all of the $1 bills that are coming out of it? Did you have it, and you were just like, we need to make a music video from this? Please tell us the story of the Cash Cannon.
1: Happy to tell you the story. So I was one of my, the guy who made, the the main guy doing music on the video that's rapping, he's a good friend of mine, and I was meeting him in Midtown Manhattan for lunch, and he was like, hey, I still got some booth time, you gotta come up and just check it out. And it's like a recording studio where a lot of like legitimate artists record. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll come up and check it out. And then I'm up in the booth, and I had never been in a recording studio before. And he's like, you gotta say something. And I'm like, I don't have any. I was like, I don't have anything to say. And he's like, well, here's a bit of paper. Come up with something. So then, anyway, that that was the song. You know, he makes the song. He's like, we gotta make a video. And and he had that cash cannon with him. So I was like, well, if we're making the video. I was like, I, I get to use this. And he's like, all right
0: you put you do not put that thing down that is in every single scene of the music video (laughs) and you look so happy shooting all of the money out and it is fantastic go look it up on youtube it's out there got a ton of views from what is a very accomplished rap artist joining us today in mason plumley on the bodyworks plus guest hotline mason thank you uh thank you so much for calling in man we really appreciate the time thanks guys
2: thanks for having me on